Should the Green Bay Packers tell Aaron Rodgers, Ariva Durchy, the way they kind of told Brett Favre that when Aaron Rodgers was waiting? We'll talk about that today here on Locked On NFL. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. To another edition of Locked On NFL on a Wednesday. I am Tony Wiggins along with my co-host James Rapine and we thank you for making us your first listen here on Locked On NFL reminding you also that we are free on all platforms wherever you get your podcast make sure you tap in like and subscribe on the YouTube page as well. I have to let you know that this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook official sports book of the NFL Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on today to get started. My man James, what's going on with you? Not much, Tone. It's uh we off season's officially here, and yet the NFL never takes a break. And that's the beauty of locked on NFL. Like you said, we we got fans covered all year long and all off season long. And the thing that, well, has has got me. I don't, I don't want to say bother, but it's at the top of my list of, of things that I need to see this offseason. I need the Packers to stand up for themselves and stand up for the fact that, one, there's a reason they invested in Jordan Love a few years ago. And all reports indicate that they've been impressed with his development and want to see him under center. But, two, stand up for themselves because, well, Aaron Rodgers has taken control of the franchise, which – I'm actually on board with if you're going to be a superstar player and perform at an MVP level, guess what he didn't do in 2022? He did not perform at an MVP level. He did not perform up to his standards. And whether that's because Devontae Adams wasn't there because his arm strength isn't what it was, maybe his legs aren't what they used to be, whatever the case is. Aaron Rodgers wasn't the same Aaron Rodgers this past season. And so to me, I'm sick of the – Oh, well, the Packers are waiting on Aaron Rodgers. I don't care if he's in a cave. I don't care if he's in his mansion. I don't care if he's on the Pat McAfee show. The Packers need to inform Aaron Rodgers that they intend to trade him and work out a deal with one of these teams, whether it's the Jets, maybe the Colts try to get in on the mix. I certainly think that that would be an intriguing team. Maybe the Dolphins are a sleeper for him. I don't know where he'll go, but the Packers need to make this decision. Get assets for a guy who I think is going to play this season and stop being held hostage by a guy that is no longer the top or the second best quarterback in the NFL. Maybe he's top 10 still. I think that's probably fair. I'm not willing to give up on him completely, but get assets for him now before it's too late. I think the same people that will admit that they're tired of Aaron Rodgers will also be the same people who admitted, who, who, who will have admitted over the last six or seven years that the Packers have failed to really get him more weapons and more help um i am not the i need more help guy that drives me crazy about lebron james but it would seem that every year those of us that do the draft are sitting there and we absolutely put some tight end or some wide receiver in for the green bay packers sure and we were all shocked when they got jordan love we were all shocked when they drafted 
the running back, Dylan, a few years ago. A.J. Dillon, yep. Right. So from that perspective, I, I'll give Aaron a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to give the fans and the people who are Packer uh, associated who aren't tired of him, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt too because it's easy for me to, to sit here now that I'm in year two of Trevor Lawrence and say oh, I'm sick of Aaron Rodgers and his, and his crap. It's pretty hard to be sick of a dude that for the last 12 years has been an MVP candidate. When you're someone who's rooted for him, covered him, and cheered him, all of that greatness is seeping out of your pores, man. It's hard for it's hard for those people to just all of a sudden just give up on that dude like mm-hmm. it is for people who aren't close to the situation. But then I have to ask myself this too. Is he really that is he really getting on my nerves that bad? No. He's probably getting on my nerves that bad because it's associated with him always sounding like he's on all of this zen and like he is somewhere mentally that someone else isn't and that he's doing all of these things and that he is this this Cal Berkeley educated dude that seems to be at every turn trying to outsmart people and say stuff like, I've been immunized. I think all when you add all of that stuff into it and that ugly haircut, I kind of think that it may cloud our judgment when it comes to him because if you if we liked the person and I don't dislike Aaron Rodgers, but I get that people do that. They don't like people like that, that are always just finding a way to be indifferent or apart. I I just think that when you look at the grand scheme of things, there's really nothing wrong with what he's doing. And he's doing what every guy who has been like that has done. But to your credit, I think when you run the organization, you have to be proactive and make decisions that are tough and don't let decisions make you. Don't be a napkin in a windstorm and just end up wherever the wind blows you. You have to be proactive. The Packers as an organization are bigger than any one single single player, and there's a handful of organizations around the league that you can say that about. So I agree with you, James. Even though it sounded like I wasn't going to, I absolutely agree with you that I think it's time for Green Bay, for the first time in 25 years, to say we're going to make this choice, not Favre and not Rodgers. And you mentioned the windstorm. Well, Rodgers has been the windstorm. And that's the part of this. It's not like he's just saying, oh, I, I want to come back. I want to try to turn things around. I've, you know, I, I wanted a seat at the table. All of those things. He said all of that. And then it's still year in and year out. I don't know. Should I come back? Should I not? I'm going to go into this cave. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do. It's done. It's over. I'll break the news right now. The Packers aren't going to win the Super Bowl this coming year, Super Bowl 58. They're not going to. Breaking news. It's February 21st. It, what, what, what are we, 350 days or so, 358 days, something like that, away from Super Bowl 58? I don't see the path to it. And the reason I don't see the path to it as much as anything is certainly weapons. It's certainly an aging roster. It's certainly an aging quarterback that might not be able to elevate everyone around him like he used to, because he no doubt was great. And I don't doubt his greatness. And so now, and it's probably a year late, I say get assets for him. See what Jordan Love is. Maybe Jordan Love ends up being the next one, the next Packer great, you know, and, and comes in and maybe there's a bridge year. And there was with Rodgers from Favre where they missed the playoffs. And then, boom, it was like, oh, Aaron Rodgers. Maybe Jordan Love is that. And I'm not going to say he's going to be the next Rodgers, but could he be the, the heir to the Packer throne? The Packers picked him for a reason. 
I would try to get something for Rodgers now. And if it's weapons that you want to get, maybe you call the Jets and you say you want Elijah Moore in a, a second rounder, Elijah Moore in a first rounder. Do the Jets do that? They might do it. And Rodgers might want to go to New York. It would be certainly interesting. But there, there are a lot of teams. Could Bill Belichick get in on this? I'm just thinking of all the AFC teams that could be interested in Aaron Rodgers. Colts, Dolphins, certainly in my head, uh, would be in the mix there. So, yeah, I, I think it's time, and I know it's hard, and I know all of those things. A lot of these things don't end well. And by the way, if they do trade him 10 years down the line, it's not going to matter. No, it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. Let's let's bring him back home. Packer, great. He's going to go into their Ring of Honor, and then well, inducted in the Hall of Fame, and it'll be much less than ten years. He'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer too. All of those things will happen, and he'll be right there with Favre and Star and all the the great Packer legends. But trade him now, get something for him, and and move on. I think that's the best way to go. To tie this up in a bow, I think being angry or being always indifferent to the Green Bay Packers as an organization, you better count your blessings because of all the organizations in the world that you played for, you could have played for Washington. You could have spent all those years in Jacksonville. You could be with the Raiders. You know what I'm saying? There's Mm -hmm. a lot. You could do a lot worse, not just in the NFL, but in professional sport. You could be a basketball player and have to play for the Knicks. So my thing is, is it says a lot about Aaron Rodgers that maybe the franchise where you have the least to complain about, he's always found himself in a situation where we're having these kinds of conversations. And I think that's weird because it doesn't get any better from an, for, as an organization or a fan base standpoint, it does not get any better than Green Bay. Totally get it. Understand it, the history behind it. And uh, let's continue the quarterback theme from Aaron Rodgers to another guy that's on the Jets list. Derek Carr has another free agent visit scheduled, not with the Jets after meeting with the Jets, already met with the Saints. We'll dive into that next on Locked On NFL. But today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here. The trade deadline has come and gone. All-Star Weekend is in the rearview mirror, and that means it's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. And you can get into things like prop bets, LeBron James, how many points he scores, the number of rebounds he makes, anything and everything in between with FanDuel. FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at an even bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, we'll roll along here on Locked On NFL on a Wednesday. I am Tony Wiggins. And he is James Rapine. Derek Carr. Derek Carr forced the Raiders to release him as opposed to allowing the Raiders to trade him. Smart move. Has taken a look-see at New Orleans, and now he apparently is doing it in Charlotte with the Carolina Panthers. I guess we're going to talk about, James, which one of these uh, teams you feel is a better fit. I'm going to go first. Shout out to Ross Jackson. I'm not choosing the uh, 
New Orleans Saints. I still think there's too much following up in the shoes of Drew Brees, and I don't think they've wrung their hands on that and let that whole thing go. I do, however, think that Carolina is a couple of years removed from letting go of Cam Newton, and now you have a new coaching staff instead of Sean Payton's old staff, basically, with Dennis Allen in New Orleans. So now you're getting a total clean slate and a clean start with a coach that has some stuff to prove in Frank Wright. I like it for Derek Carr. I absolutely like this stop better than New Orleans. Do you? Let me ask you this then. You like Carolina better than the Jets? Yes and no. And I'll tell you why. It's because one more bad year, I think Robert Sala is going to get run. And I think you're always hesitant. And this is what I said about the Eric being and me hiring Washington. You're always sitting there thinking, if this doesn't go well, this is it. To come into any situation with basically a one-year let's see, that's rough for me, man. You already got the fresh start in Carolina. Just go ahead and go somewhere where you just start completely over. Yeah, I get that. I totally get it. I think it's tough because if you're Derek Carr, and he absolutely made the right decision to to – become a free agent instead of being traded one why help out the raiders the team that kicked you to the curb it's a really weird situation in las vegas how you go, yeah how you gonna go around here telling people how valuable i am but you're willing to let me go and you do that and it was natural to think oh well they're just gonna go get tom brady well brady retired so right. what's the plan here just a dra- just to draft a player like there's no way i would have handled it this way with Derek Carr because you could have gotten something for him had it not been such a public thing, but I digress. And yeah, he had a, what a, a no trade clause. So that makes it more complicated. All of those things. I think that there are plenty of fits, right? Like Tampa Bay. We haven't heard about that one yet. I think that one's interesting. Certainly some weapons there. We'll see. Do they have the money for him? Probably not. And so let's cross that one off. That's not one that we've heard him visiting, but I would be open to it. To me of the teams that we know that are in on him, Panthers, Saints, Jets. I would rank them Jets first because you know you have a proven running game in Brees Hall and company. You have uh, an up-and-coming young receiving core that clearly uh, is able to make splash plays led by Garrett Wilson. I like Elijah Moore. And the other aspect of this, and you're right, they are – desperate to a degree to, to turn things around and you want to make sure that you're going to a stable place. But I think he brings that. I think he raises the floor of everyone around him. And you look at that team, they have plenty of talent. They they've nailed their draft picks from sauce Gardner, right on defense to, to everyone that they, they were able to land in recent years. I, I you know, Hall Gardner, uh, the edge rusher who I'm, I'm forgetting, obviously uh, Johnson, Garrett, Johnson. Garrett Wilson. Johnson, who who certainly flashed towards the end of the year. But to your obviously credit, they have Quinn and Williams. And to your point, Quinn and Williams and 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 Gardner Sauce, I think that they're if you look at their positions, they're both in the top three or top four in the NFL at their yep. respective spots. And the other aspect of this is and Williams is about to get paid, but a lot of the guys I just mentioned, rookie contracts. So if you're the Jets, now's the time to get one of these guys. And so if I'm Carr, I look at this and I say, oh, I can win now. I can win now in a division. Patriots sort of down. Dolphins have a quarterback question for sure. So you could be competitive and and really give the Bills all they can handle if things work out right. The problem is Aaron Rodgers. Going back to where we started, 
Mm -hmm. because I think the Jets will go big game hunting if they have the choice of trading for Aaron Rodgers or just signing Derek Carr. I think they would probably trade for Aaron Rodgers, former MVP, multiple multiple times, right? Mm -hmm. Super Bowl champion, proven bigger star, bigger name than Derek Carr. You're in New York. So I think the Jets would go for Aaron Rodgers if they could, and that's part of this dilemma. But if I'm Derek Carr, I think the Jets—that's the the landing spot. Not that it wouldn't work out in Carolina, not that uh, some of these other places couldn't work. Heck, I, I think the Colts are another one that could be in on him. The Saints certainly interesting, but to me, I would put the Jets at the top of the list. No doubt about it. You were talking about the Raiders. Is it mo- is there any uh, more of a no brainer than Jimmy Garoppolo going back to play with Josh McDaniels and just for two years? While is that an upgrade? Him? I don't think that's an upgrade. And maybe I don't think it's an upgrade, but Carr's already gone. So do you yeah. want to play with a rookie when you have guys like Devontae Adams in their 30s? I don't know. I I don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> I don't. I just I, – I thought, oh, when when they came out publicly with the Carr stuff, I thought there was a handshake agreement with Brady. I really did. I thought – because what, what else are you doing? Unless they, unless they trade for Rodgers, obviously that's a team we didn't mention. Maybe they could trade for him, right. but let's say that Derek Carr played for the Colts last year and the Colts had released him. I would have said, man, you, you know what a, a good fit is for Derek Carr? The Raiders. Right. So I don't know what the heck they're doing. <laughs> right. Right. Just like I said, you're trying to trade somebody, telling somebody how valuable someone is, but you want to get rid of that valuable person. So that's the weird thing. All right. Coming up here in the third and final segment, we're going to talk about receivers this thing that's happened over the last few years where top flight receivers stefan diggs deandre hopkins aj brown cheetah they've all been traded and people were like these are head scratchers and everyone in philly was happy and then we have all gotten on the titans for doing it with tic tac titans my man here with locked on but did the Chiefs change the perception of that? They actually traded Tyreek Hill and got better and won the Super Bowl. Let's talk about it here on Locked On Jaguar, uh, Locked On NFL in segment three. All right, Tony, you talked about it. The Chiefs trade Tyreek Hill. They win the Super Bowl. Is this the way teams should go? And this is your topic, something that you mentioned that you wanted to, t- to cover. I certainly have thoughts on it, but go ahead. Give us your thoughts. When Arizona got D-Hop, it just hasn't worked, but he was their best player, right? When Stefan Diggs went to Baltimore, I mean, went to Buffalo from Minnesota, the Minnesota drafted Justin Jefferson and they didn't miss a beat. Well, Buffalo got improved, and Stefan was their best player until their quarterback came along. Kansas City traded away Cheetah. He automatically became the Dolphins' best player, and then they had all of these injuries at quarterbacks. But we never think about what happens to a team once that player leaves, right? Mm-hmm. Because we don't examine Tennessee. When we examine them, we say they're missing an outside weapon, so they were tra- crazy to trade A.J. Brown. We don't really examine Minnesota because they didn't miss a beat. I guess people think they got lucky when they drafted Justin Jefferson because they actually traded Stefan Diggs way before they knew they were getting Justin Jefferson. But when the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, this is a copycat league. I think now 
people will mistakenly think the way to go is to trade these type players like Tyreek Hill. The difference with the Chiefs is the Chiefs never traded their best player. They didn't. Mm -hmm. The other teams, you could argue, actually did. Right? Houston traded their best player. Minnesota traded their best player. The Titans traded their best The Chiefs didn't trade their best player. In fact, they probably traded their third best player. Correct. And that's the part. They still had Travis Kelsey. That's right. And their quarterback. So no doubt. Works with them will not work for you. Let's just go back to another team with a great wide receiver. You better keep him and pay him. Don't you think you're Kansas City because you're not? And the problem with the NFL is too many times it's a copycat league, and folks think that somebody else and their and their pathway to success is going to be theirs instead of creating their own pathway so i'm warning you and i got allowed to do this don't think that you're the kansas city chiefs unless you have patrick mahomes and travis kelsey and andy freaking reed you better keep your good players if you're anybody else and the chief's biggest need this offseason or one of them is wide receiver yep who did they trade for in the middle of the year a bust in new york Kadarius tony yep ended up making a difference for them but they had to pay a lot to get him in draft capital. They were sniffing around Odell. They were smelling all up around Odell. Don't be shocked if Odell ends up in Kansas city. Right. Think about that. I could totally see Odell saying, Oh yeah, now's the time. The point is, is they're on the hunt for a receiver. Now they didn't want to pay Tyreek Hill game changing money. They they even offered to pay him. He said, no, but when they offered to pay him, I'm thinking like they had their fingers crossed. And when he said, no, they were like, thank God. Yep. Yep. And, I totally agree with you. And the, the example is, it goes back to the start of the show. Look at Green Bay. Was Aaron Rodgers better without Devontae Adams? No. No way, no how. So could you make the argument that if you have two weapons that maybe you can move on from one and still overcome? Yeah, you can do that and overcome. But the Chiefs clearly said, all right, Travis Kelsey is our one. And it's nice to have Tyreek Hill, but we can find speed elsewhere. And Andy Reid, you're right, experience matters. Guess what? Andy Reid had Deshaun Jackson, understands what it's like to not have him, had Terrell Owens, understands what, and understood what it was like to not have him, is really creative with how he uses running backs. He's so unique in what he does and in, in, in the schemes and, and different things he can do, especially with Patrick Mahomes, especially with a number one, arguably the greatest tight end of all time in Travis Kelsey. You're right. This is an outlier. It's not the truth. It's not what really any team should pay attention to. Even if you have an elite quarterback, really, really tough to do. Why would you want to take weapons away? I cover the Bengals. They have Jamar Chase, T Higgins, and uh, you know a lot of other pieces, big names, Joe Mixon, another big name. I think they need to be adding weapons in this offseason, not subtracting, despite that, right? Tyler Boyd, I think they need to add a speedster, another one, to, to kind of offset the way defenses have played them the past year. So it's a weapons league, man. And and so if if one of these teams, let's say they get Derek Carr, right, or Aaron Rodgers, just to tie the entire podcast together, that's great. Now go get him another weapon, because wherever you land, you're not going to have enough artillery. And the Chiefs? They understand that. I guarantee you they add more weapons this offseason. They should. So let me ask you something. I got to go totally off schedule here. If the first round pick comes up for the Bengals and y'all don't take an offensive lineman, will you be okay with it if it's Zay Flowers from Boston College? Oh, I would be shocked if it was a receiver. Not shocked. I'd be surprised. I think – 
tight end and cornerback are really high on their list. It, just given where they're drafting 28th overall receiver in the first round implies that you're getting rid of T Higgins. And I just don't see that now. Maybe they say now we're, we'll take one where we like them because it's a thinner class. And maybe that is at the end of round one. And, uh, and then you roll with T Zay flowers for your uh, example here and Jamar chase long-term. I could see that, Whew. but, but uh and the thing is, people would roll their eyes at that. Well, if you extend T. Higgins this offseason, he he would be up by the time the first rounder was ready to to get a, a contract extension. So you could always you you can always make it work. Like this right. idea that they can't keep Burrow, Chase, and Higgins together for the next four or five years, they absolutely can do that and field a, a really really good high end team else you know in, in those other spots. So, um. But I wouldn't rule it out, though, because the Bengals, they are in the receiver market, and they should be because you need weapons in this league, and the Chiefs will certainly add weapons, like I said. All right, so I'm going to direct everyone to focus on the Peacock and Williamson podcast and check out their mock draft, and then the Locked on NFL Draft podcast and check out that mock draft. And the reason why it's important that you do that is because I think we get caught up. The reason why I asked you that question, too, is because I I saw something about the Bengals online that I wanted to touch on. But the other thing is this. We have to remember the draft doesn't end with with round one. And if if you're a team that you're in need of offensive line help, I want you to pay attention to what the Bengals did in 2021. Got a late second-round pick who's their center, who's one of the best centers in the league, and then their right guard, Trey Smith, they got him too. Yeah. They got two players that started on their offensive line that just totally Stunt. shut out the Eagles. And, and they got him in round two and round, I think, round four or five. Six. I think Trey Smith six, six right. because of medical concerns. Yeah. The draft does not end at round one. And too many times what we do is we look at need and positional value, positional need. But forget that teams have to take the best players mm-hmm. because if you don't, you're sitting there worried about a need and you reach for a guy that's the 50th best pick and you pick him at 28. Well, guess what's happened between pick 20, 28 and, and pick 50? A whole bunch of players go that the guy that you picked who ain't worth it, he has to stop them. It's not yep. as if you, you, you miss out on a guy and he just goes off into the cloud somewhere. No, you're going to see him on Sunday. He might go to your division. Yeah. So it's incumbent of you to take the best players, and if that doesn't line up with need, you better figure it out. You better take a dude who you're going to need next year because eventually the team that wins, the teams that win are the guys that get the most people that are good, and they're yep. able to put it all together. The best, Yeah, drafting the best player. I totally agree with you, especially at the end of the first round. It's one thing if it's the fifth best player on the board and sixth best player, you don't need – that, that position at all so you take the sixth best player right and it's just 1a 1b it's much different 28th pick there's going to clearly be a guy that fits one of the Bengals needs uh, and, and this is any team drafting late and right that fits your need and, and it, it might not be the most obvious need but tight ends a need for the Bengals heck if, if B. John Robinson I, I don't think so but if, if he falls you're gonna say no to that you're gonna say no to the guy who breaks every time yeah I don't think you can. Not that late. You know, he's one of the top eight players in the draft, I'd say. 
Look at James putting B. John Robinson on, on his offense already. Look at him. I know that ain't what you did, but I'm just making I mean, can you imagine? I can't. I can't. He'd be he he'd be he'd be he'd be Tony Pollard. He'd be the best. He'd be one of the twelve best I mean, running backs in the league, and he doesn't even start for his own team. That's what he'd be. He'd start. He'd be their guy. He ain't gonna beat out Joe Mixon in year one. Joe Mixon might be in Jacksonville. What are you talking about? We're, Joe Mixon ain't coming down here. We got. I'm saying room. he would be a free agent to sign anywhere if they drafted Robinson. Oh, okay. That's I got what you. I'm saying. <laughs> I, I got you. I got you. I feel you. I feel you. And on that note, <laughs> here on Locked On NFL on a Wednesday, we will see you guys next week as we get closer and closer to free agency as well as all the happenings at the combine. For James Rapine, Tony Wiggins, take care of each other. Until next time, we'll see you.